And welcome to another edition of Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, highlighting the stuff that's been stepped in so you don't have to. I'm Son Edom, and on the show, we are going to be talking about five things. Don't be controlled by these five things. You know, often in life, there's a lot of influences put on us. There's a lot of things that affect our moods, affect our feelings. We can get motivated by certain things. We can be brought down by other things. And so, you know, on the show here in 2021, a lot of the things that we've been discussing have come from the perspective of the greatness within us. We all have greatness within us. We want to bring it out. Raising the standard, raising the standard of ourselves so that we can then be an inspiration to others and help them raise their standards. And so a lot of times that's, positive. That's good. It takes positive. It takes goodness. It takes those top shelf ingredients in our lives to lift us up and to push us forward, that motivation. But then again, other times we go through periods of time where it's the bottom shelf, the low level ingredients get into our lives and we start to suffer Maybe we get depressed. Maybe we don't get motivated. Maybe we lower our standards. We lower the bar. We don't feel like that greatness within us is there anymore. And so we need to go back to the chalkboard, go back to the drawing board, go back to basics, back to boot camp, and kind of get re-situated so that we can attack life again from that positive angle. Be the influence. Be the motivator. Because there are things in in life that come our way that are hurdles. We have to overcome the hurdles of life. We have to come overcome those obstacles that get in our way, that keep us from achieving those goals, those dreams, those things that we want to attain to feel accomplished in life. We all have goals set out for ourselves that we want to go after and reach. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about starting off at least the five things that we don't want to control our lives. And the first thing I'm going to do is play a snippet for you that introduces those five things. And then we'll talk about them individually. But as you hear them, can you relate to them? Are there areas in your life that are affected by these five things? Are there other people that you know that are affected by any of these? What can we do to overcome it? What can we do to help others? And the questions go on and on, but again, you have to kind of root out. You know, you go to the dentist and they'll take the x-rays and they'll look at it up on the x-ray and they'll show you what's good, what's bad. They'll show you the cavity and have to grind out the decay and then fill it back up with the filling so that your tooth is strong again, whole again. And that's what we have to do with our lives sometimes. We have to grind out all the negative stuff. We have to cut away all the dead rot in our lives. And we have to fill it up again. We have to fill it up with something good. And if we don't fill it up with the right stuff, then the negative stuff can fill it. And if you don't take care of that bad stuff, if you don't take care of that rot and that decay, it'll start to affect the healthy part of the tooth or the healthy part of the wood or whatever it is that it's affecting. So you have to dig it all out. 
clean it up, add good new stuff in there to reinforce it. And so that's what we're going to be discussing. And as we get going, here are the five things that we do not want our lives to be controlled by. Don't allow yourself to be controlled by these five things. Many people spend their life at the mercy of circumstances. Living at the mercy of what happens to them. Living at the mercy of other people. Not living in the present because they are stuck in the prison of their past. If you want to live a great life, don't allow yourself to be controlled by any of these things. Number one, your past. Number two, other people's opinions and judgments. Number three, limited beliefs you project on yourself. Number four, relationships. And number five, money. Now, those are the five things that have pretty powerful influences on our lives. And let's take a look at each one of them, or at least three of them, because money and relationships are a little different. Money and relationships aren't completely in our control. Obviously, we get a job, and so we go to work knowing how much we're going to get paid for our time at work. But then circumstances such as rent going up or maybe a pandemic and we lose hours or lose a job or any number of things happen. You have to take a pay cut because the company financially struggles. And so money isn't fully on us. We're dependent upon other things and other people for money. We still have a lot of say in it. We can obviously go get another job if it's available. We can try to work hard to get a a raise and a promotion. We can look for another company to hire us at a better pay rate. So there's things we can do, but it's not solely us. Relationships, same way. We could be in a relationship with somebody, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they call it off. Maybe they found somebody else. Maybe there's somebody else that they're now interested in. That's no longer you. Had nothing to do with you. They just decided that they no longer wanted to be in that relationship with you, and so they checked out. So again, it's dependent upon other people, or at least somebody else. And that somebody else might have influences or people influencing them, telling them one thing or another. But the three things I want to talk about or focus on the most is our past, other people's opinions of us, and our limited self-beliefs, the first three things. And those are things that I believe we can fully control on our own and that we have complete control over. And if we allow them or those things to control us rather than us controlling them, there's a big difference. But it's the three areas that we have, the three of the five areas that we have that we can completely control. How is that? Well, take a look. First, you've got the past. 
The past is something that already has happened. We can't change it. So how it affects us is solely on us. It doesn't require anybody else to help us. Now, we may have issues and things like that that we go and seek help, therapy, counseling, friends, stuff like that. But again, ultimately, it comes down to us and how we're going to let our past, our past experiences, our past relationships, our past jobs, past colleagues, anything in the past, it's already happened. And we can control how we let it affect us, both the good and the bad. Other people's opinions. Again, people are going to say things and say things about us and to us. We can't control what other people think. We can't control what other people say. We're living in a world where the narrative isn't even the truth anymore. Someone puts out a narrative and everybody jumps on it. Social media spreads it and we believe it. And then we realize later that that wasn't even the truth. And then the truth, nobody cares because the narrative is more salacious. The narrative has more meat to it. And then when the truth comes out, we're on to some other narrative, pushing some other lie, perhaps. People might be jealous. We can't control all that. But we can control how it affects us, who we listen to, who we believe, what we're going to do with their opinions. And then our self-beliefs. Do we have a belief in ourself that we can do it, whatever it is? Overcoming our past, ignoring other people's opinions, reaching our goals, overcoming obstacles, getting that relationship, that job promotion, making the money that we need or that we desire, things like that. Do we have the belief in us that we can do that or do we doubt ourselves? See, again, that's on us. Now, we might go out there and get help again and ask people to advise us, seek therapy, counseling, wisdom from others on maybe what we can do, but ultimately it comes down to us. We're the ones that have to act on it. And those are the three things that I want to discuss. And let's start with the past. And so here is, again, this is all something that I've been thinking about putting together. And then I finally found this video that came together with everything that I've been thinking, talking about to myself, writing down, taking notes, going over. And I wanted some audio because I like to share audio with you because It, I think, adds to it because it gives it some context. It allows you to hear something else, bring that into perspective. And so hand-in-hand with my thoughts, my opinions, my views, and things like that, my experience, because the stuff I've stepped in, I try to share with you. So maybe either, A, you don't have to step in those bad experiences and maybe learn from them, and then maybe the good experiences you might emulate or want to follow or try to copy maybe. It's up to you. But then these other video clips or these audio clips in this case, they – kind of just add to it. And so this is uh, one video that I kind of cut up into a few sections to talk about each one of these parts of our lives that we don't want to be controlled by. And the three, the past, other people's opinions, and the limited self-belief are solely things that we can, I believe, control on our own. Whereas the relationships and the money those other entities, other tangibles involved. So let's take a look at our past and let's go with our past first. Don't allow your past to control your present or your future life. Whatever happened, you must let it go. Leave the pain of your past behind so it cannot ruin your future. 
Leave the darkness of your past behind so it cannot block the light of your bright future. Your past is gone. Whatever happened, whether unjust, cruel, harsh, whatever the case, reliving the events will never do you any good. If someone did you wrong, the only way you can win is if you let go and move on. If you live in hate, they win. If you live in the victim story, they win. If you want to win, you must focus on building your future and start right now. Release that weight from your back so you can be free. Don't allow events from the past which are now gone to ruin this moment, which is perfect. This moment, which is now to enjoy, which is ready for you to live fully. The present is what we can control. We can't control the past. You know, we must let it go. We learned that from Frozen. Let it go. Because the pain of the past is behind us. Now, it might take time to get over that pain. I understand that. There's things that we may not ever be able to release. Think of, you know, the death of my friend Chris. It's been a number of years. 1989. So we don't release that and completely let it go. And maybe the parents, his parents... It might be a little different. For a sister, it might be a little different. For other friends, it might be different. But for me, you never release that. You never forget that. You never let it go, per se. But you don't let it control you. Because the present can provide some fond memories, some good stories, some laughs of the time that you were together. Past jobs. There's a couple jobs that I really enjoyed. I'm no longer there. But I don't let that consume me that I lost those jobs. The experiences I talk about, talk about here on this podcast sometimes with other people, share them with former students and students that I used to teach. But we live in the present and we can control that. The past we can't control. Our future is bright. We can have a bright future if we don't let the clouds of our past hang over us because we can create the future. There might be some obstacles in the way, like a pandemic and things like that, but are we going to let that control us? Are we going to continue to fight, continue to let that greatness from within come out, continue to overcome those hurdles to become the great person that we want to be, achieve our goals? Our future is bright. It's like a clean slate. We can put anything we want on it, and it doesn't have to be inside that box, that box that society puts us in. They say this is where you have to live. You have your box. And then you live inside that box. And in the old days, it was you go to high school, you go to college, you get a job, entry-level job somewhere, and then you move up through the ranks. And then eventually, maybe you get married, have the 2.5 kids, the white picket fence around the house, the car, and then you get older, the kids grow up, Then you move into upper management. Eventually, you retire. Kids go off and get married. You have grandkids. That's kind of like the American dream of the 50s, maybe 60s. And that's what we look for. That's what society puts us in. We have roles that we have to live by. You know, a lot of people 
nowadays aren't getting married. A lot of people nowadays are going to school later, doing different things. There's a whole new world out there. And so we don't have to live in that box. We can achieve and accomplish things whenever we feel like it. The future's bright. We also have a big canvas outside that box. We're always taught color within the lines, right? It's okay to color outside the lines with our life. We don't have to stay in that box, stay within the lines to have it perfect. Sometimes the imperfections can be beautiful. The imperfections provide character and personality. So the future's bright. We can make it what it is. We don't have to relive the bad. A lot of times we relive the bad over and over again. I should have done this. I should have done that. What if we did this differently? It's okay to learn from the past. That's why we're supposed to learn history. We learn from the past so we don't repeat those mistakes and so that we can maybe implement those successes. But we don't have to relive the bad. We can let it go and we can move on. If we live in that hate, it's going to consume us and they win. I think of a few people that if I didn't let it go, it would consume me. There's a few people that, a couple people that did me wrong. And even to this day, nothing's been settled. And it's solely on them. And that's being honest. I didn't do anything. It's solely on them, the wrong. But if I let it consume me, they win. It clouds my future. It takes away from my joy in the present. We shouldn't allow things from the past control us and take our joy away from us. If we play that victimhood, we're going to relive that moment over and over again, and they win. But if we move beyond that, you can share your story. You can bring out that greatness that's within you. You can raise that bar, raise that standard. You can inspire other people. How many times do you hear something, a case where maybe there is some sort of uh, sexual assault or some sort of you know sexploitation going on and then finally like the me too movement had one person was brave enough to come forward then another then another then another and then you see a pattern was there and people stopped playing the victim and they started to take action the future's bright that could be you whatever it is in the past that hurt you whoever it was in the past that hurt you one take steps so they don't reoffend, but then two don't let it define you Don't let your past define who you are. Build for the future, and that starts now. Release the weight that is on you. Let it go. Sometimes that's hard to do, and it may take a little bit of time, but you can do it. We can do it. I think about all the the people. I mean, there's a laundry list of people that I can think of. And it's like, why do I want to let them dictate my future people I've worked with people I've taught people in the community friends this last year we learned a lot through the pandemic and through the hostile political climate that we went through social media a lot of people on social media said some evil things I may have said some evil things I don't think so but maybe I did but what's the intent behind it and are we going to Allow what those people said to affect us. Are we going to move on? So the moment is now. We need to enjoy life. We need to live fully so that we can make the most of it. Our past is in the past. 
It doesn't change us. You know, we like to, to think, especially in today's political climate, there's a lot of people that are calling for change, changing the past. We want to rename schools. We want to tear down statues. We want to do all this stuff to erase history. And I can understand there's a reason for that. But it's also hazardous and dangerous because what are we going to learn from? How are we going to learn those mistakes and learn from those mistakes so that we don't repeat them? Because right now all we're doing is covering up. You get a cut, and let's say the cut is big enough to require stitches, but if you just put a Band-Aid over it, you're not fixing it. You're not solving it. You're not healing. You're just putting a bandage on it, covering up. you got to get in there and put the stitches in there and sew it up. And then bandage it so it can heal. And that's what we got to do sometimes. Sometimes we got to go in and we got to take care of business with our past and, and treat it so that it can heal, but it doesn't define who we are. How many people do you know? And I, I see it on social media a lot where people, they're in a wheelchair. They might be paralyzed. They might have lost a limb because of an accident. Maybe they're a veteran, but they're out there doing things. They're not letting themselves be defined by what happened. Even in the movie Forrest Gump, if I can use that as a stretch, Lieutenant Dan, it took him a long time to overcome his past and what he thought was his destiny to die on the battlefield. But then at the end, he gets his magic legs, has a wife, seems to be pretty happy because he healed from the past and he no longer allowed his past to define him. He had a bright future, a lot of happiness. The scars still might be there, but it doesn't define who you are. Your scars don't define who you are. In fact, your scars, if I can boldly say, would give you character, give you personality, give you the experience moving forward to help others. Because if we're not helping others with our experiences, then we, I think we lose something with that experience. Why go through it? And I know sometimes you don't pick to go through things, but let's say a bad relationship. You enter into a relationship with somebody and maybe there was a red flag or two or maybe it was a perfect relationship that you entered in and it just went south or something happened. And so you learn from that and you try to share with others then maybe if they see a similar situation, maybe a job. Maybe you go into something that was a job. I remember like multi-level marketing when I was going through college was huge. You know, you get the the circle, circle, circle and you get 3%. Then you add some more people under you, three more people and you get like 6%. And it's a sales thing. It's multi-level marketing. It was big. And there were a couple of times where I'd go for a job and you'd hear about it. And then I'd ask other people, like, don't do it because I experienced that and it was a bad thing. It wasn't worth it. And so you learn. Those are just some simple examples, but, but you kind of learn from it, right? Other people might have gone through it and been like, you know, it was a great experience for me. But maybe for you, it's not. So whatever the case may be about your past, it's there. It's not going anywhere, but you can bury it. You can take from it what you will, and you can move forward. But it can't define you. It can't control you. Because if it controls you, if your past controls you, there is no future. There is no bright future. The darkness of your past will suffocate the light of your future. So let it go. Now, what about other people and opinions of other people? Those So many people that will come and go in life that will offer their opinion, whether you want it or not. I get it a lot. One of the things I learned early on in life is, one, you can't control what people say about you. You can't control what people think about you. When I was in Iowa, 
my first radio got, uh, job, the internet wasn't quite there yet. So I had the luxury, so to speak, of being on the radio and not really getting any feedback unless somebody called the station, which nobody cared enough to call the station about anything. When I got to Nebraska, then the internet and online started to be more of a presence. And there was an opportunity for people to send feedback through the station website. And so you'd read some of the feedback and some of it was good and some of it was bad, negative. And then you start to look at it and it's like, wait a minute. Why are these people saying it? Because I know it's not as bad as what they're saying. I'm still employed. I know other people say it's good. You know, I do, let's say, play-by-play of a basketball game or maybe a sports update or some interaction on the morning show with the country morning DJ. You know, and you get all kinds of comments. And who knows where they're, why they're motivated. It's most of the time it's the vocal minority. But you start to think about it, and that was a lesson I learned, is why, why let these people influence anything you do with your job? Because I know my standards are higher, and if I'm not there yet, I'm going to get there. And I'm constantly improving, constantly listening back, constantly trying to do the best thing so that I can get better. So we have these people that are influencing us, giving us their opinions and things like that. And so maybe we listen to the good, and maybe we dismiss the bad, but ultimately, are we going to let the opinions of others control us and take control of our lives? Don't allow other people's opinions and judgments to control the direction of your life. The need to fit in and feel wanted can cause you to travel down paths you don't want to travel. People-pleasing is a curse that should be avoided at all costs. Before you do anything, ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to do it? Or because of my fear of judgment from others if I don't? You were born unique for a reason. You were born to stand out, to be appreciated and loved for who you are. Don't dim your light so you fit into the dull background of other people's lives. Shine bright as you are. Those who really care for you will see that light and shine with you. Shine bright like a diamond in the sky. You're unique. You're you. People might not understand you. People might not get you. They might have an opinion about you. I remember in Playing football in high school, I had this towel that I would kind of stuff down the, the hip of my pants. And it was a, a long towel that would go down to about the back of my knee. It was my touchdown towel. I got to wave it tri- twice, score two touchdowns my senior year. So I got to wave it, spin it twice. It was my touchdown towel. Had designed it, created it, touchdown towel. So it went from my hip basically down to the back of my knee. And everyone had an opinion about it. Everyone was telling me I should get a, a shorter towel. And why am I doing that? Why am I wearing that? You know, all kinds of opinions about something that is irrelevant to them. But they felt like they needed to have an opinion. So I ignored them. Coach didn't care. If he had a problem with it, then okay, maybe. But he didn't care. Nobody cared. As far as the people that really mattered that had the authority, so to speak, to tell me whether or not I should wear it. But otherwise, 
I didn't listen to anybody. Why would they have an opinion on it? Who cares? And so I learned early on that, yes, opinions, people are going to have their opinions. People are going to share those opinions. Can't control what they say. Can't control what they think. Now, there might be times you have to confront them because they're talking bad about you. You need to call them out on that. But for the towel, I didn't care. They could say all the things they wanted to. Irrelevant to me. I was going to wear that towel in the game. I didn't care. And so that's the thing that we have to look at. What is it that's being said? Who's saying it? And how much of an influence we want it to be? There might be other reasons for us to listen to someone else's opinion. For example, let's say we're going for a job interview. And someone might come up and say, hey, you know what? How you're dressed, probably it's not the best to go on a job interview for. Maybe you should up your game. Okay, that might be something of an opinion that's worth us listening to and is of value to us. But other times, but, but that's the difference between listening to an opinion or an advice or constructive criticism versus allowing it to control us. Do we have to have the need of being validated by everybody? There's nothing we can do about it. I think celebrities, that's the hardest thing for them to realize is that there's going to be people that hate them just for the sake of hating them. I think that's the first thing you learn when you talk to celebrities is that you ignore that noise. You enjoy the people that appreciate you and your fans, but the negativity you just got to put off. Because if you do need that validation from other people, it's controlling you and other people's opinions are controlling you. Now you've lost control and you no longer have that bright future. You no longer have the greatness coming out of you. You no longer are raising the standard and you're changing. You're a completely different person. How many times have you been in a relationship and you try to adapt? You try to adapt to them and it's like, this isn't even me. I don't like going antiquing. I don't like going to wineries and drinking wine. I don't like doing these things. It's not me. But yet you try to change to fit into that relationship. And then afterwards you're like, what am I doing? And so we have to make sure that those opinions don't control us. We got to stay true to ourselves. Because we were each born unique. We were born to stand out. We don't want to dim the light of self. We want to shine bright. Because if we shine bright, if we are true to ourselves, others will join us. See, right now you go out there and you're in this world. Let's say this political climate that we're in. You know, there is two sides to it. Or maybe you are taking one side of the mask or the vaccine. You know, maybe everybody wants you to take the vaccine, but you don't want to. Or you're back in high school and was peer pressuring, pressuring you into doing something. It's hard to stand alone. It's hard to push back on your own. A lot of strength comes from it if you can do it. But this gonna, it's going to push, push, push. Eventually, you might cave because you want to be accepted. You want to be a part of the in-group, the in-crowd. And so those opinions that are piling on cause you to do something, take action, maybe speak ill of someone, whatever the case may be. But if we're able to withstand that, stand on our own, that's unique. And once one person speaks up, I can't tell you how many times in life the popular opinion was the wrong opinion, and yet either myself 
or maybe I witnessed somebody stand up against that. And then others, oh, wait, they think the same way as I do? Wait, I can speak out too. Oh, they think the same way. And then this opposite opinion starts to create and starts to uprise. And then you start to realize that there's more people like you. So you stood out and you took a stand. Now others are going to take a stand and join you. You might be a leader in doing that. But we can't let other people's opinions control us. And the key word here is control. Because if it's control that we're looking for, we need to control our lives. We need to control ourselves. The other thing is a limited self-belief. I think this is one of the hardest things that, that people do. They don't believe themselves. When I taught radio broadcasting at the community college level, a lot of people came in and they didn't believe they can do it. They wanted to do it. They had the heart to do it. They had the drive to do it. But they didn't believe fully that they can do it. So that was one of the things I had to do was kind of push them, kind of motivate them. And then on the flip side, you had a bunch of people with, well, I shouldn't say a bunch of people, but you had an occasional person or two, student or two, come in with all kinds of confidence and really couldn't do it. But that's okay because they came in with the belief that they could. And sometimes just the perfume of belief is all you need to achieve your goal, to go after it, whatever it is that you're trying to do. But you can't limit yourself because if you limit yourself, you're going to be a hindrance to yourself. Don't allow your life to be controlled by your own limited beliefs. Now, a warning with this one. These beliefs may be conscious, but more than likely, they're unconscious. They may be unconscious limitations that have been conditioned in you from a young age and throughout your entire life by listening to those around you who never reach for their own dream. Notice your own limited beliefs and tell them to shut up. There is nothing you cannot do, nothing you cannot have, and no one you cannot become if you believe in yourself. If you believe anything is possible, guess what? Anything is possible. When you change your belief from limited to unlimited, your potential is unlimited. Imagine what you could achieve if you lived your life as though anything is possible. Living your life as if anything is possible. Not allowing the impossible to stop you. You can do it if you believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and you can do it. Anything is possible. You go from limited belief to unlimited belief. Imagine the change in you. In sports, that's the biggest thing is confidence, right? You get confident and so you go on a streak, whether it's a hitting streak in baseball or maybe a winning streak if you're a team. I mean, recently we just saw Baylor beat Gonzaga for the national championship in college basketball. Gonzaga was the number one team all year long, undefeated. Baylor, probably the number two team most of the year. Baylor had two losses on the season. They went into the tournament probably as the top two teams, but a lot of the talk was about Gonzaga and their undefeated season, their quest for perfection, and everyone thought this might have been the best Gonzaga team ever. But Baylor believed. I don't think Gonzaga didn't believe. I think that Baylor believed, and they knew they could beat Gonzaga. And so they went out there and they played one heck of a game and basically dominated 
jumped out to a 9 nothing lead and never looked back because they believed. They did not have a limited self-belief. Maybe we could win. Yeah, we could probably win if we play a good game, if we cut down on errors, turnovers, don't commit too many fouls, get some rebounds. Yeah, we could probably win then. No, they went out there and said, we can win, and we're going to win. And we're going to win because we're the better team. And we're going to play harder. And they had the confidence in them. And their belief was unlimited, and they ended up winning by like 16 points. Completely dominated the game. So you can live life like anything is possible. The realization is you might not get there. Let's say every kid's dream is to grow up to be a major league ball player. Or maybe it's to be on Broadway or to be the next great artist or singer, musician. If we have unlimited belief that we can do it, our chances of getting there are going to be greater. If we doubt ourselves, we're not getting there. We may not achieve Broadway. We may not achieve the NBA or Major League Baseball or the NFL. But if we have unlimited belief, what are we going to accomplish? What is our destiny going to be like? What is our future going to be like? It's going to be bright. Because there's a difference between our future and what we accomplish in our future and what we ascertain versus the end result, so to speak. And what I mean by that is that let's say we set out to be a professional golfer. And so we hit the links and we go out and we practice and we get really good at it, but we don't make the cut to the PGA. But that's okay because the journey along the way, we became a great golfer anyways. We probably had a lot of great experiences, great times out there on the links, learned some things, and we're able to take that into the next stage of life. Because our future is bright because, okay, this is an obstacle, a goal that I wanted to achieve, but because some things weren't there, now I'm going to change course and go after it here. Whereas if we have self-doubt and we limit ourselves, if this doesn't, if this goal isn't attained, then it's over. Self-doubt. Can't do anything else because I failed here. No. Unlimited belief means that, okay, this didn't work out. Now I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to chase this. That job didn't work out. Now I'm going to go over here because I know I can do this job. Here's Jim Valvano. I'll tell you about him in a minute, but I want you to listen to what he has to say first. Because what he has to say is pretty powerful. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. Don't give up. Don't give up. Now, Jim Valvano was a college basketball coach. And he, back in, I believe it was 1983 won the NCAA championship, underdogs, the cardiac kids from NC State, the Wolfpack, won basically at the buzzer, beating Houston for the national championship. Eventually, he, as he said there, had cancer. 
And so he was at, I believe, the ESPY Awards, and he gave this great speech. But at the end, and there's three things he talked about. He talked about think every day, laugh every day, and cry every day. could be tears of happiness, tears of sadness, whatever. If you do those three things, you're going to live a full, full life. But at the end, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Cancer may take his body, but it can't take his mind. It can't take his spirit. So never give up. And I think that's the type of thing that the mentality that we should have is don't give up. The struggle might be real. The end result might be prominent. In his case, he knew he was going to pass from cancer. He was going to take his life. But he's out there motivating people, telling them don't give up. Don't ever give up. And a lot of people took that to heart and inspired people. And so that's what, if we have unlimited self-belief, what we can do is we can inspire others. We can raise that standard. We can bring out the greatness in us despite our circumstances. And we can let other people know about it. And that's why those three things are, I think, the most impactful when it comes to what we can do to control ourselves rather than being controlled. Because, again, when you take a look at the five things that we don't want to be controlled by, it's our past, other people's opinions, limited self-belief, relationships, and money. And, again, the first three is all stuff we can control. We can control our past not controlling us. We can control other people's opinions not controlling us. We can control limited self-beliefs not controlling us. To a certain extent, we can control relationships and money, but there's also other tangibles and other things involved that might be out of our control. And so it's a little different. But again, we don't want money to control us because we could be the richest person in the world and it's just a matter of zeros. You know, the saying goes, the love of money is the root of all evil. We see it in politics all the time. We see it in decision-making in corporations all the time. And so we got to be careful that we take the appropriate steps so that we can control those areas and not let them control us. There was another video I wanted to play here real quick, and it's um, something that's gone around social media. It's the seven rules of life, and it's uh, 51 seconds, so it's really short, and it's fascinating. It kind of ties in with uh, what we're talking about here. Seven rules of life. Number one, let it go. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. Number two, ignore them. Don't listen to other people. Live a life that's empowering to you. Number three, give it time. Time heals everything. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should try to beat is a person you were yesterday. Number five, stay calm. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Know that in time, you'll get there. Number six, it's on you. Only you are in charge of your happiness. Number seven, smile. Life is short. Enjoy it while you can. Seven rules of life. Let it go. We just talked about that. Our past. Don't ruin today by thinking of yesterday. Now, recently, I like to go to the beach, and so recently I went to the beach, spent a good day at the beach, and I was thinking about that. I was thinking about, man, this is so much fun here today, the enjoyment, 
of being out here. And to think about anything else, because there are some things going on that I could dwell on. But why let it ruin today? Why let it ruin right now? And the enjoyment of being out here with the surf, the sand, the seagulls stealing my food. This is enjoyment. Don't let the past, don't let yesterday ruin today. Ignore them was the number two one. Who cares what they say? Especially if it's something bad and pointless. Has no bearing on you. Who are the people that are talking about you and why? Is it important? Just ignore them. They'll go away eventually. And again, you have to be careful because there might be an opportunity or time when you have to speak up and kind of push back. But otherwise, like the towel story, who cares? Who cares if they think my towel is too long or I shouldn't be wearing one or whatever the case may be? Who cares? It was unimportant. So ignore them. Give it time. This can be the hardest one. The saying goes, time heals all wounds. Not really a fan of that saying because I don't think it heals all wounds from the standpoint of that you're whole and better again because we may be left with scars. We may be left with the ramifications of things that went on. But yeah, eventually a broken heart will mend. Hopefully we learn to live, live to, uh, learn to live to love again. We get over it. We get by it. It's going to be a part of us. Like any surgery, we got the scar. But time does heal. And so we got to sometimes just allow it to run the process, to give it time. And that might be of varying degrees. You know, we've talked about it in the past where when it comes to death, a lot of people like to put a time frame on grief. There's no time frame on grief. There's no time frame on getting over something like that, especially if it's a loved one, maybe a spouse, maybe a child, maybe a family member. We may never get over it. If it's a coworker that maybe we barely knew, maybe we get over it a little bit quicker. So it just depends. How deep that scar is or that wound is might take a little bit longer to heal. But if we give it time, it eventually will work itself out. And then we can learn from it and not let it dictate who we are or control us. Don't compare. You're different. You're unique. You're somebody that nobody else is like, unless maybe you're a twin. But don't compare yourself. The only person you have to beat is yourself from yesterday. I like that saying. Because what we like to do is compare, and then when we compare, what happens? We start to become consumed by that and start to control us. And maybe we can't even compete. You know, the whole model thing was you had to be a certain height, right? I know in the athletic world, six foot is like the magic number, especially in baseball. If you're 5'11", maybe 5'10", now you're too small. Two inches, and you're too small. So you can't compare yourself with somebody that's six 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 seven. You got to be who you are, and you got to go after it. Stay calm. We like to get excited. We live in a world that's excited, always excited about something, always outraged. You notice how everybody's always outraged now. You watch TV, everybody's outraged. Turn off the news, and your outrage will drop significantly. I've noticed that myself. I haven't watched news since election night. Watch to see who would win the presidency. I haven't watched since. My outrage is gone. Way down. 
Next thing I need to do is stay off the freeways here in L.A. I'll go down even more. But we're always outraged. People are outraged about everything. Everyone has opinion on everything. Stay calm. Relax. That Zen idea of just being relaxed and calm. It's on you. Only you control your happiness. You control what you're going to allow to affect you for good and for bad. It comes down to you. And then and smile. Smile and enjoy the ride. Life is a journey, not a destination. We're eventually going to get to the end of life. And when we look back on it, are we going to enjoy the ride? Or are we going to be like, man, I should have done things better. I should have enjoyed life better. That's the one thing I learned in my radio career was I got to Esterville, Iowa, coming from Los Angeles. And my journey was, or my goal was to get to the top, whatever that was, as quickly as possible. Get to the big market quickly as possible. I don't think I fully enjoyed the ride that I could have on the journey from going to or going from small market radio in a cow town in northwest Iowa through western Nebraska back to L.A. I could have enjoyed that ride a little better. Take a moment to enjoy and relish the little things because it was different. And then you get here and it's corporate radio and it's a completely different story. And some of the things that I was able to do can't do now because I'm in corporate, big market, L.A. radio. But enjoy the ride. Smile. Laugh. Shed a tear. Think. Go through all that. Don't just sit, buckle up, and go. Take control of it. It's like the roller coaster of life, the ups, the downs. Enjoy it. Because those are the things that make us who we are. Those are the things that are going to give us character. Those are the things that are going to give us the personality. And then most importantly, I think the thing that we need to remember, the thing that we oftentimes forget is we are of value. We are of value. We have self-worth. I want to kind of close things up here with something that I played it before on the show. And it really resonated with a lot of people. And so I'd like to play it again for those that might not have listened or maybe you've forgotten about it, but it's good. Uh, it's a good listen because it reminds us just how valuable and of value we are. It's that person that feels like they lost their worth of their value. This is a dollar bill. Now, if I go to the store and there's something for 90 cents, can I buy it with this dollar bill? Okay, all right. So... If I go to the store and there's something for 85 cents and after tax, it ends up being 96 cents. Can I buy it with this dollar bill? Okay, all right. So what if I ball the dollar bill up? Think about it now. Like, I just ball the dollar bill up. Like, so it can't be worth a dollar now. It's probably worth like 95 cents, right? How much do you think it's worth? A dollar. Listen, you... Listen, y'all got to pay attention. I just balled it up. So clearly it's not worth a dollar anymore. All right. All right. So maybe what if I step on it? What if I stomp it? I just stomped it. How much is it worth now? Maybe 65 cents, 68 cents. It's still worth a dollar. Okay. What if I ball it up? What if I stomp on it? And then I put it in the trash can and it's in here with some trash and it's around some beer and some gum and a bunch of other nasty stuff. And some guy off the street pulls the dollar out, unfolds it. How much is it worth now? Maybe 82 cents? And make, wait, come on, at least 92 cents? 
It's okay, all right, so what if I ball it up? What if I step on it? What if I put it in trash? And then, watch this, I tear it in half. Think about it now, right? How much is it worth now? A dollar? I could tape it? Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Wait a second, wait a second. I just, I just balled it up. I just stepped on it. I put it in trash. I pulled it out. Then I tore it in half. And you mean to tell me I could pick the dollar up, I could wipe it off, and I could put some tape around it, and it's still worth a dollar? Then why, if this dollar doesn't lose its worth or its value, then why do you feel like you've lost your worth of value? Because many of you feel like you've been stepped on, you feel like you've been pushed aside, you feel like you've been abandoned, you feel like you've been talked about, you feel like you've been abused, like someone took from you, someone hurt you, somebody took advantage of you, and deep down inside your core, you feel like you've lost some of your value. And I am here to tell you today that this dollar still has worth and value, because there are some men years ago who put value over this life and said that no matter what happens to it, it can still be taped back together. It can still be wiped off. And I am here to tell you that you were created and you're born and you're here and you have life and you have purpose and you have value. And though you've gone through some hard times and though you've experienced some depression and you might be wanting to hurt yourself and you might want to give up, I am here to tell you you still got worth and value. And there is nothing that can happen that can take your worth and your value away. So what you got to do now is you got to pick yourself up. You got to dust yourself off and you got to keep moving. Don't let anybody or anything take your value, take your worth. You are precious. You're unique. You're special. You've got value. You've got worth. Just like that dollar bill, no matter what happens, no matter how much life beats you up, no matter what you go through, no matter what you experience, no matter how low you go, you are still as value. You are still as valuable. You are still worth it. You still have worth because you're you. So don't let other people, your past, other people's opinions, yourself, relationships, money, don't let any of that take that joy away from you because you are you. You are of value. You are of worth. And there's somebody out there, you might not know it, you might not realize it, but somebody out there likes you for you, no matter what you're like. Could be a friend, could be a family, could be several people, it could be people you don't know. You could have inspired people, you could have motivated people that you don't even know. The impact that we have on other people's lives, we may never know, but it's there. So no matter how down you get, you're worth it. You've got value. And don't let anything take that away from you. And don't let other things control you. You take control of yourself because you're worth it. Because that greatness is in you. That greatness wants to come out. Bring that greatness out. Raise the standard. Raise the standard so that you up your game, so that you can inspire others to be good. So that you can inspire others to raise their game. And if everybody is raising their game and inspiring other peoples to raise their game. Imagine what we can be and what we can accomplish in this world. It could be a whole different world, but it starts with us. And it starts with us controlling ourselves and not letting other things, other people, 
control us. You are worth it. You are valuable. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, highlighting the stuff that's been stepped in so you don't have to. I'm Sonny. Hey, you can find us on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S, at Edom Rocks. The show page is Two Steps Ahead Podcast, T-W-O, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. And if you go to either page, there's a link in the bio. If you click the link tree link in the bio, several options come up. There's places where you can listen to the show, places where you can watch the show, such as YouTube, IGTV. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen on Pandora, Spotify, all the major Apple podcasts, all the major podcast platforms. And all that information, those links are right there. We are on RadioWarp.com, RadioWarp.com, live Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific time. We are also on there uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific time, plus some uh, times on the weekends. Uh, You can go to the App Store and download the app, Radio Warp app, W-A-R-P, Radio Warp app, and take us on the go. There's all kinds of great music, other podcasts, and things like that. Um, and then also, uh, there's a swag shop. So if you want some cool swag, two steps ahead merchandise, there's a link there. And if anything, you can always just Google search TWO, two steps ahead podcast, and we pop up. So we're pretty much everywhere. And we thank you for your support. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching. Um, if you subscribe to YouTube and subscribe to our SoundCloud, and again, the links are in that bio. If you subscribe to them, you'll get notified when a new show pops up. And so you'll never miss out on a show. Two Steps Ahead podcast, highlighting the stuff that's been stepped in so you don't have to. Take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great, be kind, and we'll see you next time here on Two Steps Ahead podcast, highlighting the stuff that's been stepped in so you don't have to. Just when there's nothing but a slow, glowing dream that you're feeling.